authenticity. Well, you know, I like to look in the dictionary and say, you know, what's what's the definition of this word? So authentic, the definition is honest. You can't get any more simpler than that. But why is finding authenticity sometimes the biggest challenge of the world or ourselves? At times, it has frustrated me that this quality, authentic, otherwise known as genuine, has been so uncontrollable for me to be. But I also feel like it's something that I take pride in. Uh, so let's talk about this. You're tuned into the Ideas in Motion podcast where we discuss topics around mindset, movement, and momentum. When we work with all three as an ecosystem, nothing can stop you. So authenticity is very much a piece of that. In 2019, I attended a Power Story event in La Jolla, California with the Bo Weeson experience. And it was my turn on stage. I had only one sentence to say. Instead of saying my carefully crafted and rehearsed rehearsed sentence, I burst into laughter. I laughed harder because my sentence was about laughing. And I thought that was even funnier when the audience finds out. My anticipation of making them laugh, it completely overtook me and I could not control myself. So of course, I turned myself around and I tried to motion someone else on the stage and like, you go while I can like get a hold of myself. Like this is really uncontrollable. But Bo did something. He called me back. So I had to walk back into the front of the stage where the mic was. And he calmed me down. He made me breathe. And then he asked me to say my sentence. At my dad's funeral, I burst into laughter, I said. Then, of course, everyone got it and laughed as well. Bo said to me, no one has ever done that on my stage before, walked away like that. You don't have a fake bone in your body, do you? I received that as one of the biggest compliments in my life. In a search to find my authentic voice, I'd been seeking externally to find it everywhere. When in fact, it's something that I'm born with. And you know what? You have it too. The struggle and the ugly and anything that you feel like when you feel like you're on your path to doing something, but it's, it's really hard and it's just not working. It comes from not listening to authenticity. At times, I have wanted to lie or be invisible when I was feeling less than okay. People see right through me. What's wrong? And like, if somebody comes up to me and says, what's wrong? If I have to answer, I'm probably going to ugly cry at the same time. And then you're going to feel bad for me. But you have to know that my tears represent cleansing and release. They're viewed as troubled, agony, maybe depression, when actually I'm more than okay when I'm crying. But it sure does look ugly. 
And so at times, you know, I've filtered myself and with, with other things like, um, you know, if somebody asks me the truth, like if I, if I'll tell them the truth, I've accidentally been offensive. I've been scolded for my honesty. Like I'm a little over honest and I should buffer myself. I've lost friendships. I've broken down in tears places that I've wanted to stay strong. And I've burst into laughter at the most inappropriate times. I've said things that people haven't been ready to receive. And when somebody does say to me, be honest, tell me your opinion, it scares me. And I have learned how to be honest with just the right amount of sugarcoating. I mean, if I'm honest, I would prefer a little bit of sugarcoating when people are honest with me. Sugarcoating waters down the delivery, but at times it might seem a little less authentic. I do have a habit of speaking my mind. If I'm uncomfortable, I'll say it. If I disagree or agree, I say it. If I have a problem with someone, I discuss it. If a problem has, if someone has a problem with me, I want to know why so I can fix it. Or in some cases, correct me or be corrected in my opinions. Maybe it's something I need a new perspective of. There's always room to open my mind and widen my perspective, you know. But sugarcoating helps a lot. <laughs> Authenticity is truth. It's the undeniable truth. It makes people feel comfortable around you. It makes you feel happy. It means you are following your moral compass, letting your muse guide you, and letting go of external opinions. Looking inside for the answers. I think authenticity is honest and almost childlike. It's definitely brave. It's embracing your differences, your stories and beliefs, and sharing when you're called on. You can feel when you are being inauthentic. It breathes and feeds an ugly feeling. That feeling can keep you stuck and unhappy. Everyone else might feel good doing something, you know, but you don't. So you were told you just need to, like, suck it up do more, get uncomfortable. It's fear. Get over the fear. Read another book. Get help. You'll never be good at this unless you hustle hard. Have you ever been like told that when something like just doesn't feel right? And you hate it. What if you do hate it? What if it feels bad to you? It makes you feel stuck. It's someone else's authentic, not yours. There's nothing wrong with you. When we reach out and we get help for something, right? Maybe it's building a business where we're taking personal development to, to um, you know, build a business. And I'll, I'll speak from my own experience with working with a multi-level marketing. It just didn't feel right to me to be messaging people, um, you know, randomly on Facebook and asking them, if they wanted to get healthy and fit. I mean, I, I wouldn't want someone just to like 
be messaging me that way. It's like, I feel pretty good. I, I you know, I, I don't feel like I need weight to lose. And I like to be able to go and find what I need when I'm, when I'm searching for it and find the right person that's going to help me with that rather than being inboxed with the latest and greatest next thing. And that, that comes for fitness, that comes for, you know, offers on coaching and that, you know, I love to know and get to know people authentically and not have strings attached to those new friendships. And that's how I felt about that authenticity. But whenever I would discuss that, I was told I was scared that I needed to read another book, that I needed to get help, and that I'll never be good at this unless I follow what they say, tell me to do. And you know what? Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But it didn't feel like a good fit for me. It didn't feel like my authentic self. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you if you don't want to go with the pack. Authenticity is being brave enough to pull away from a pack that feels toxic to you. Look inward and with honesty and trust your intuition. And I'm by all means not calling the MLM industry toxic. But what a toxic feeling is to you is when every time you sit down and you to do your quote unquote work for the day, and it makes you feel like crap, that's a toxic environment for you. It doesn't matter how great the people are. It's still a toxic environment for you. So in another example, if I'm helping a client tap into her inner calling or authentic voice, the first thing we do is look at where she is in life in all of her parts. An authentic voice is part of the harmony in the life ecosystem, where the pieces in her life and business that feel anxious or ugly or stuck. We're going to explore each one of those pinch points and triggers. Then we unravel the solutions and all the solutions will come from her or him. It's authentically oozing out of you, not from others. When you give yourself permission to look deep inside, it's going to ooze out. One of the things I always remind myself and everyone that I work with is to start where they are. Otherwise, we're robbing ourselves from the authentic growth and transformation that leads to success. And there are so many pros out there that have built their empires on teaching people on what not to do and how to avoid all the mistakes. They are good people. We need those people in our lives with generous intentions. But be mindful that it can rob a person of that very thing that made the person elevate to where they are right now. The discovery zone or the ugly part. The experimentation. The practice. The shortcuts are in the work you do and the missteps along the way when you learn something new. For any idea in motion, there has to be a rough draft, practice, redos, corrections. This comes from anything that you set yourself out to do that is new for you. 
Waiting until it's perfect or jumping too far ahead in hopes to speed the end goal can end up feeling inauthentic. Everyone deserves their authentic through line because it's the part that's always skimmed over that is the key to the authenticity and flow that you're seeking. You have to practice to move. You have to move to grow. You have to grow to succeed. You have to succeed to build a habit. You have to build a habit to pursue. And you have to pursue with an authentic map for you. But first, you have to believe in yourself, which involves checking in on your uglies. Truth can feel ugly. When admitting to ourselves we don't like something about ourselves, we stand at the crossroads of staying there or meeting ourselves where we are and taking a step on our intuitive path. My dad would always say to me, Karen, if you don't like your job and you don't like your situation, it's nobody's fault. And you are the only one that can do something about it. Responsibly plan your exit strategy, he would say, instead of making everyone around you miserable. You won't be happy. And nobody deserves that energy from you. And he is so right. When, when I'm in a bad mood, like nobody wants to be around me. I don't even want to be around me when I'm not in a good mood. It's okay to change course. You do nobody any favor staying miserable where you are. Find something that makes you feel better before you quit. Then, like respectively, give notice to the people who are affected by your decision. Those are words that I've aspired to live by. You know, it, it doesn't always mean, like I say, you know, we're we're striving to be our best and it's not for perfect. It's never for perfect. It's never one and done. We're always discovering more about ourselves. So I'm going to ask you these questions. What makes you feel out of place? What makes you feel at home? I believe that growth lives right in the middle of those two feelings. Now, if you have any thoughts or comments on this podcast, I would love to hear from you. Places that you can reach out to me are, you can always go to my website, karenwilson.online, and make sure that you subscribe to my newsletter. I'll have all the links that you need in the show notes, because that way we can stay in touch. I'll be quite honest with you, I'm kind of on and off on the social media So one place that you're always guaranteed to stay connected with me and I'm always going to send you, you know, the podcasts and the new things that we're working on together is if you get on my, what I love to call non-spammy email list, and I call it non-spammy because you'll be lucky. I shouldn't say you'll be lucky, but I've been working on the habit of sending one nice email per week that gathers everything that I've been doing out there on the socials and internally. So it's a nice little package for you and I to keep in contact with each other. And I've been doing some live book readings on Instagram. So those will be in the newsletter. And I've also been doing some fun little mirror, um, you know, like uh, mindset mirror uh, affirmations and 
then also another thing that is always in my newsletter is uh, a line or something to journal on. And I love when you message me back and tell me and feel safe that, you know, you want to share that with me. Uh, but that's how that's how we take it off um, social media and stuff. And, and it's definitely a place that we can keep these connections going. And I love it when you also send me some podcast ideas that Karen can you talk about this and can you talk about that? That's kind of where this one came from is authenticity. Um, it's something that you had asked for. So I appreciate that. Please also make sure that you are subscribed. That way uh, the podcast downloads to your phone. Like if you subscribe on whatever you're listening to, could be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, um, subscribe and it will show up on your phone. Uh, somehow it downloads automatically when there's a new episode, but you're guaranteed to get it in your inbox if you're on my newsletter. All right, so thanks again for being here. I really don't take it lightly that you spend this time with me, and I'll talk with you again next week. Take care.